0: Show SHOW, with Stephen Colbert. Welcome back. He is the forty seventh Vice President of the United States. Please welcome Vice President Joe Biden. Thank you for being here. Everybody likes Joe Biden, right? <laughs> Isn't that right? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I think that is. I think it's because when we see you, we think that we're actually seeing the real Joe Biden. You're not a politician who's created some sort of facade to get something out of us or triangulate your political position or emotional state to try to make us feel a certain way. We see the real you. How did you maintain your soul in a city that is so filled with people who are trying to lie to us in subtle ways?
1: I commuted every day for 36 years.
0: <laughs> so I was going back to Delaware to get no another piece saying. of your soul every day?
1: No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So look, uh, yeah, what always confuses me about some uh, folks I've worked with is why in God's name would you want the job if you couldn't say what you believed? I, I'm, not, I'm not, there's nothing noble about this, but ask yourselves the question, would you want a job that, in fact, every day you had to get up and you had to modulate what you said and believed. If you're going to run, you're running for a reason. You want the job for a reason. And if you can't state why you want the job, then there's a lot more lucrative opportunities other places.
0: I can't... I can't imagine what it would be like to spend nine years pretending to be somebody that you're not. (laughs) Now,
1: I'm gonna I, get in trouble, I feel it coming.
0: <laughs> but, Mr. Vice President, there's, there's another reason I think that people uh, admire you and like you, is that you're a man of substance. People know that you have experienced tragedies in your life. And we are inspired by the way that you have responded to those, and, and for myself, and I think I suspect for millions of people out there, I'd I'd like to offer my condolences for the loss of your son, Beau. Um, I know that he was a great man, and um, I was hoping you could tell us a story about him. The the president in his eulogy called your son Joe 2.0. In what way is that a compliment to you?
1: You know, my dad had an expression. He used to say, you know your success as a parent when you turn and look at your child, and realize they turned out better than you. I was a hell of a success. My son was better than me, and he was better than me in uh, in almost every way. Um, the thing about Bo was, from the time he, my, my, another expression my dad had was, "Never complain and never explain." I never, one single time, my word is abiding, ever ever heard my child complain when he was when he was in that accident, lost his mom and his. Uh, And his sister, uh, he was very badly injured. Almost every bone in his body broken. He was in a cast from his ankles, both legs, his chest, his arms. I used to carry him around with a hook in his back. And my other son, Hunter, his best friend, a year and a day younger, was uh, just about three and had a severe skull fracture. And he'd sit in the room in the hospital, and he'd turn and he'd say, Hunt, look at me. Look at me. I love you. I love you. Four years old. Nothing changed a couple months before he died. I was at his house, and uh, he said, Dad, sit down. I want to talk to you with Hallie, his wife, an incredible kid. And he said, Dad, uh, I know how much you love me. She said, you got to promise me something. Promise me you're going to be all right, because no matter what happens, Dad, I'm going to be all right. Promise me. This, this is a kid who, who who, I don't know what it was about him. He had this enormous... Sense of empathy, and I'm, I'm making this up. I know I maybe sound like a father. I hope I. Anyway, but 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 it's it real. Sounds
0: like it sounds like you love him, sir. Oh, Jesus! I mean, I uh... How is your faith? I know you're a man of deep faith. How is your faith? helped you respond to having lost your, your, your first wife and, and your daughter and now your son. How important is that in your life and in what ways has it helped you?
1: Well, first of all, it's a little embarrassing this being about me. There's so many people, maybe some people in the audience, who've had losses as severe or worse than mine and didn't have the incredible support I have. I have such an incredible family. I, and so I, I feel self-conscious talking about, the loss is serious and it's consequential, but there's so many other people going through this. But for me, you know, my wife, when she wants to, she's, she's a professor, I and mean, she wants to leave me message, she literally tapes them on my mirror when I'm shaving, and she, she put up a, a quote from Kierkegaard. And Kierkegaard said, faith sees best in the dark. And for me, my religion is just an enormous sense of solace, and some of it relates to ritual, some of it relates to just comfort of what you've done your whole life. I go to mass and i, 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 I i'm able to be it's just alone, even in the crowd'm you're alone i, I uh, say the rosary I find it to be incredibly comforting and so what what my faith has done is, is it sort of takes everything about my life, with my parents and my siblings and all the comforting things and all the good things that have happened, have happened around the culture of my religion and the theology of my religion. And I, I don't know how to explain it more than that, but it's just the it's just place you can go. Uh, and by the way, a lot of you have been through this. The faith doesn't always stick with you. Sometimes it leaves me. Sometimes, so I don't want to come off like, anyway, I don't. I...
0: No, I understand the feeling. You don't want to come off as pious or, uh, or a holy Joe. Yeah. I understand
1: that, but. I'm sure not, <laughs> that, but, I'm sure not. but what,
0: what, what inspires me, what inspires me, sir, about your response in your life and your service to the country and what you instilled in your children is that you have suffered and yet through your suffering, you seem to have made some beautiful things in your life. You've dedicated yourself to other people and helping them. What lessons would you give other people who are facing the kind of suffering that you My mom faced?
1: had an expression. She'd say, as long as you're alive, you have an obligation to strive and you're not dead till you've seen the face of God. It really, really has been imbued in me, my siblings, my mother, my grandfather, It's just, it's, it's, life is, no one owes you any, my dad said, no one owes you anything. It's just, you just gotta, you gotta get up. And it's, uh, and I'd feel like I was letting down Bo, I've letting down my parents, letting down my family. How
0: have you let them down?
1: If I didn't just get up, you know I mean? You just gotta get up. And think of all the people you know who are going through horrible things and they get up every morning and they put one foot in front of the other. And they don't have, like I said, anything like the support I have. I marvel, I marvel at, 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 at the ability of people to absorb hurt and just get back up. And most of them do it with an incredible sense of empathy to other people. I mean, it's interesting. The people I find who I, I, I'm most drawn to are people who have who have been hurt and yet, I'm not gonna embarrass you, but you're one of them, old buddy. No, 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 no. Your, your mom, your family, losing your dad when you are a kid and three brothers, I mean, you know, it's, it's just, it's like asking what made your mother do it every day? How did she get up every single day with, with you know, 11 kids and start? I mean, it's just. Well, she had to take care of me. Well. You know? did. No, that's
0: it. We were there By for the each way, other that and I had, had a t- hell of a job. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to take care of her. That's I the had point. to take care of her. That's the point. You know? Yeah. Can I you sure. something I like to tell this little joke, which is I used to say, "Oh, yes, I, I raised my mother." Because after dad and the boys died, I, you know, she was a little non-compass mentist or at least emotionally completely shattered. You know, I to say I raised my mom from that from the years on for a few years.
1: In what ways did Bo and Hunter raise you. My after your boys, honest to God, did. If you saw, if my son Hunter was here, the first thing he'd walk in he'd give me a kiss and say, "Dad, you, you, you did anything?" What, what? Always worried about me. I'd and like you know, even in even in my public life, the boys would be like, I'd be doing a, a national debate with seventy million people watching the debate, and I'd walk out of the room. The last two guys would be in the room with me and my boys, and my and they go, "Look at me, Dad. Home base." Remember who you are, dad. Remember who you are. No, I'm serious. It was, I mean, it was like my kids. Well,
0: if you could stick around for a moment more. I'd like to find out a little bit more about who Joe Biden is. We'll be right back. I think it's time to leave. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
1: be right back, don't go away.
0: Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Be careful what you wish for.
0: Now, as I said, everybody likes Joe. Everybody likes Joe. And even, I have to say, even talking about you in the third person, I'm uncomfortable calling you Joe. You're the vice president of the United States. No, no. I want to give your office the respect it deserves. How much is that? (laughs) (laughs) People make jokes about the
1: prize, uh, jokes about the office all the time. Sure, they they should. Look, the vice, no, they really should. There is no inherent power in the vice presidency. One of the reasons when the president first asked me to be considered to be quote vetted, and I said, Mr. President, it was then Barack, I said, Barack, I I don't want to be vice president and I'll do anything I can to help you because I admire the, I really did. Uh And he said, how much time do you need? I said, you said you needed an answer now. The answer is no. But um, he said, go home and think about it, talk about it. But here's the deal. It is directly a reflection of your relationship with the president. If you have a relationship with the president, then it is, and everyone knows if they do, if it's real, that you have his, his back, and you also have his confidence, then you can really do something worthwhile. Well, you're known to have a, a very good
0: relationship with the president and to be a close advisor. Why is your relationship a, a closer one than almost any other president, vice president that I can think
1: of? Well, about? you know, I honest to God think that's true, and it's because if all during when we were, I was campaigning trying to get the nomination in 2008, we had 13 debates. If you went back and looked, the only two people who didn't disagree on policy were Barack and me. Uh, and the thing I admire about him, I've watched, you, you watch a person under intense pressure. And by the way, this, this president, whether you are a Forrest or Guinness, has had more land on his desk than any president in modern history that was difficult. And I watch this guy. I watch him make incredibly difficult decisions in, in, in incredible crises. And you learn the character and the mettle of a man. And I just admire the hell out of him. But that at his root, what he's about is a thing we share in common. We are absolutely, thoroughly convinced and optimistic about the prospects of this country. I mean, we are so better positioned than any nation in the world. If we just get out of our own way a little bit here, no, I really mean it. There is nothing, there is nothing we can't do. And that's well, how, that, that's why it's, uh, you know, like that.
0: Well, you know, you're 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 close uh, policy advising of the president, and and being with him there for the tough moments. There is um, there is one job that that preps you for.
1: Chief of staff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and I just want to I want to talk about I want to talk about the elephant in the room, which in this case is a donkey. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to tell us right now about your plans? Yes.
1: I think we should run for president again, and I'll be your vice president.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, sir, you said recently, you said this weekend, that you don't know if you are emotionally prepared to run for president.
1: Look, um... I don't think any man or woman should run for president unless, number one, they know exactly why they would want to be president, and two, they can look at the folks out there and say, I promise you, you have my whole heart, my whole soul, my energy, and my passion to do this. And and I'd be lying if I said that I knew I was there. Uh, it's a. Um, uh, it's. It, it, I'm being completely honest. I I I, I. 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 So, so. But no. Nobody has a right, in my view, to seek that office unless they're willing to give it 110 percent of who they are. And I am. I. Am, as I said, I'm. I'm optimistic. I'm. I'm. I'm positive about where we're going. But I find myself, and you know. Understand it i just sometimes it just sort of overwhelms you, mm-hmm. and i can 't be uh, i I went out to I went out to Denver and I landed at a military base and I met a whole group of uh military families, which is not unusual, on a rope line about a hundred yards from the aircraft and and uh, about uh, Two-thirds were in uniform, the other were family members, and I was thanking them when I really meant it. They, this 1% is fighting for 90%, 99% of the rest of us, and I was talking about them being the backbone and sinew of this country, and all of a sudden, it was going great, and uh, a guy in the back yells, Major Bo Biden, Bronze Star, sir, serve them in Iraq, and all of a sudden, I lost it. How could you on t- <laughs> I me? Mean, that's not, I shouldn't be saying this, but that, that you,
0: you know we, you can't we, do that. We um, can't took the show to Baghdad a few years ago, and this is my first encounter with your son. We really wanted to interview him when we were over there. You were vice president. He was serving active duty over there, and he didn't want any special attention. He didn't want to leave his unit. He didn't want to be singled out. Why do you think... He was so modest about his own accomplishments, and he wanted to serve with such
1: modesty. Because he had such great courage and such great empathy. I mean, when he got to Iraq, he asked permission, was commanding general, would he take the name Biden off of his identification? I forget that. I think it had Roberts on it. Because he didn't want anybody, anybody, anybody given anything special. He was... The governor offered to appoint him attorney general. He turned it down, he wouldn't take it. They offered him to appoint him to the Senate seat that he could have done standing on his head and he didn't do it. He, uh, um, he didn't have to go to Iraq. He was attorney general of the state of Delaware. He had to get special permission that, and he, he went to get a former Republican attorney general and ask him to come and stand in for him because under the rules, once you're federal property, you can't have any engagement in state affairs. And, uh, you know, I mean, this is who Bo was. It was just, and by the way, Bo, not unique, and the, uh, there's, there's other women and men who serve like that, but, uh, you know, um, it, it, he just, he never, 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 he, he abhorred people who had a sense of entitlement. And he went the other way. I mean, he won the Bronze Star and came home and made us all promise that we wouldn't tell anybody he won the Bronze Star. No, I re- <laughs> my word. And when he went to an affair where Iraqi veterans were being honored and he wouldn't put on his decorations. And uh, he won the Legion of Merit. I mean, he's decorated. And General Ordiano, his commanding officer, said, you must put it on. He would not wear, because that was Bo. It was like, he, he, he didn't feel he was... You know, my mom used to have an expression and he lived it. And I know my, you know, this is an Irish Catholic family.
0: No, I love yeah. how many times you said, my mom had an expression. Yeah. Because yeah. my mom had so many expressions. I know, I know. What's the use of being Irish if you don't know that life is gonna break your heart? <laughs> That's the best one. That's true. So what did your mom say?
1: My mom would say, remember, nobody is better than you, but you're better than nobody. Everybody's equal. My mother really meant she had pounded into our heads. Well, you know,
0: there's another person who said that, and that's Thomas Jefferson. And this is why I think people want you to run for president. And I know that's an emotional decision you have to make. I know that's an emotional decision that you have to make, but it's gonna be emotional for a lot of people if you don't run. And sir, I, d- I just wanna say that I think that your experience and your example of suffering and service um, is something that would be sorely missed in the race. Not that there aren't good people on both sides running, but uh, I think we'd all be very happy if you did run. And if you don't, um, I know that your service to the country is something we should all salute. So thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Vice President Joe Biden. Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.